Pumpkin and sweet potatoes are favorites in the fall, so let's learn what is so good about them, not just for your taste buds, which is absolutely true, but also for your wellness. And we're going to learn what to do with pumpkin and sweet potatoes in addition to that favorite pumpkin pie and sweet potato casserole. You want to transform your life, to take care of your body, to strengthen your mind, and you want to do it in a way that fits your real lifestyle. Real wellness is for you. I'm Sherry Traxler, a transformation mentor, national speaker, and author, and I'm here to help you unlock your capacity to be, do, and have all you want. Join me every week for the proven principles and the strategies that actually work in your real life. It is so exciting that you are here investing in yourself today. Pat yourself on the back. This is where you belong. Welcome to Real Wellness. I am so glad that you are here with me on this chilly fall day. It is raining outside. It's cold. It's cloudy. It's it is true fall here in Tennessee where it's it's just you just want to curl up with, you know, a hot tea and some sweet potato or pumpkin. So that's what we're going to talk about today. As we talk about this, I don't want you to have the idea that I'm saying Pumpkin and sweet potatoes, those are the go-to foods over everything else. No, we are. this is within the context of variety. It's within the context of the powerful plate that we talk about, and I will link that episode in the show notes for you. It's not focusing on this food over that food, but it is about a delicious variety. At the same time, I personally get inspired to change it up and to include things I don't include on a normal daily basis when I'm reminded of the fantastic wellness impact of a particular food. And especially as the weather changes, I get inspired to do that. So we're going to dive into how good pumpkin and sweet potatoes are for you. And hopefully it will inspire you just like it inspired me, even as I was getting ready for this episode of, oh, I forgot how amazing this or that is. And I don't always include these the way that I'm going to tell you about at the end. And it's time for me to start doing that as well. Pumpkin is a winter squash. It is actually a fruit. It contains seeds on the inside. So even though Pumpkin and sweet potatoes have a lot of the same nutrient profile, and I'll tell you how they're the same and how they're different. Pumpkin is actually a fruit, whereas sweet potatoes are a root vegetable. A can of pumpkin has about 130, 140 calories, whereas a, a meaning a cup of canned pumpkin, a or mashed, if you've got fresh, just mash it up, be about the same. A cup of mashed sweet potato has a little bit more than that, about 170-ish or so. Pumpkin has higher fat content, not significantly, but it does have higher fat content, whereas sweet potatoes has a slightly higher carbohydrate content. This does not mean, oh my gosh, this is a high carbohydrate food or a high fat food. We need to avoid it or whatever. No, it's just having an awareness that these foods are similar in many ways, but they also have some differences. Another way that they are similar is that they are both high in fiber. They are both very high in vitamin A. In fact, about 200% of the daily value of vitamin A that you need in a cup. Also, both have a great amount of vitamin E, great amount of vitamin C, lots of different phytonutrients that we're going to be sharing with you, as well as lots of different minerals. 
Two of the big vitamins that are in sweet potatoes and in pumpkin are vitamin A and vitamin C for immunity. And that means as you go through the winter, keeping these foods rotating through your diet is going to keep your immune system built up. Another way that a particular nutrient, phytonutrient in pumpkin and sweet potatoes helps your antioxidant profile and so forth is beta carotenoids and or beta carotene. And you're going to hear lots about carotenoids as we go through this. So beta carotenoid, one type of carotenoid plus some other phytonutrients in pumpkin helps to protect your eyes, especially protecting against macular degeneration. In fact, I'm going to quote something out of the Superfoods book by Dr. Stephen Pratt. Pumpkin contains one of the richest supplies of bioavailable carotenoids known to man. Bioavailable meaning that your body is able to not only eat it, but digest it and put it into your system and put it into your bloodstream. This is also from a synergistic effect. Whenever you have a particular nutrient and, and science, you know, does a study on a particular nutrient and it becomes the new big fad, then we tend to try to take it as a supplement form in a high dose as a singular nutrient. That actually can have a very different effect as an isolated nutrient it, it will act like a drug in your body. It will have a different impact than when you have a synergistic impact of all the different nutrients that are in a food working together the way it was designed to be in that food. On the carotenoids, in fact, there are 600, 600 identified carotenoids. So to be able to pull out one of them and say, this is the one we're going to mega dose, that can actually get pretty dangerous. But when you have them in sweet potatoes or pumpkin or other types of foods like this, you're going to be getting a mix of them. And in fact, of those 600 that have been identified, only about 50 are found in our diet. And speaking of the bioavailable, only about 34 of these have been are normally found in our blood because they're easily absorbed. And these are ones that are in pumpkin. So all these carotenoids are shown to decrease the risk of lung cancer, colon, bladder, cervical, breast, and skin cancers. In fact, in the Nurses Health Study, nurses with the highest concentration of carotenoids had the lowest risk of breast cancer. In the Superfoods book, Dr. Pratt delves into why getting that synergistic impact from the food is better than an isolated nutrient. So I encourage you, if you want a deeper understanding of that, go read that book. Beta carotenoids, vitamin A, and vitamin E together protect the skin against sun damage. And as a redhead, that is super important to me because I, I burn easy. And so knowing that, okay, any sun that I got during the summer or the early fall, the fact that I'm eating pumpkin and I'm eating sweet potatoes is helping to protect my skin. Beta carotenoids and fiber together help to regulate blood sugar. And some of my clients are diabetic, pre-diabetic, uh, or I should say they deal with diabetes. They have diabetes. We're not identifying as diabetic. We have diabetes. Anyway, that's a whole other episode of how we mentally shift on how we see ourselves with things related to that. 
For this episode, though, we're going to stick with pumpkin and sweet potatoes. So beta carotenoids and fiber together help to regulate your blood sugar. And if someone is dealing with long-term diabetes, preventing complications is super important. And beta carotenoids, along with other carotenoids, helps to prevent those complications. Alpha carotene or alpha carotenoids, a different type, slows the aging process. And vitamin A, back to vitamin A benefits, is essential for maintaining mucous membranes. So, yes, that's important as we're coming toward winter, but it's also important for your gut health. You've got mucous membranes all through your entire digestive system, and keeping all of this vitamin A going through pumpkin, sweet potatoes, feed, foods like this, those dark oranges and, and reds, but especially those oranges, really are so good for your gut health. Also, sweet potatoes and pumpkin contain two different types of fiber that are both essential to maintaining gut health. Thinking specifically about sweet potatoes, switching gears a little bit, we're going to go from, you know, how the gut and the brain health are both connected. Well, it's interesting that the foods that help one also help the other. So the antioxidants in purple sweet potatoes, different color here, not the orange ones, the purple ones, not only promote a, a maintained gut health in that way, they also promote the growth of healthy gut bacteria. And the purple sweet potato study, as I call it, showed reduced inflammation that resulted in protecting the brain. And we do know that just simply going back to that variety and general health, general powerful plate mix of things, diets that are rich in fruits, vegetables, and antioxidants are associated with a 13% lower risk of mental decline and dementia. So since sweet potatoes and pumpkin are very similar in many ways, again, what's interesting, one of the reasons we always want variety is, as an example, sweet potatoes have more beta carotenoid than pumpkin, but pumpkin has more alpha carotenoid than sweet potatoes. So just go for that variety, go for the synergy, include it all, eat the sweet potatoes, eat the pumpkins, and you're going to get the mix of all of it. Before I jump into the fun ways to eat these delicious foods, I want you to know about my next Your Hunger Game Challenge. Coming up, it is the holiday edition where you will learn all about listening to your real hunger signals during the holidays so you can enjoy the season the most possible and feel great during it and after it. Sign up is starting soon, but you can go ahead and get on the wait list. So just shoot me an email to sherry at theviriolife.com, S-H-E-R-I at the vireo vireo life.com so how to use pumpkin one of my most fun ways to use pumpkin and i do this i do this pretty often during the winter because after thanksgiving and christmas when all the cans of pumpkin are you know going on super sale in the in the grocery store i'm just going to buy up a whole bunch of them and I will use those when I'm making muffins. I make quinoa muffins every couple of weeks. And to put a half a can or a can of pumpkin in there. You can also, if you've got fresh pumpkin, you can cut that up into chunks or sweet potatoes, either one, cut that up into chunks, roast it, and then put that into a stew just like you would put white potatoes into a stew. 
Of course, you can just roast it and have it. And, you know, roast it with the other veggies is phenomenal. Here's an idea on the pie. This is something that I grew up with because my father likes things that are pretty spicy and have a lot of rich flavor to them. He doesn't like things that are really sweet. So the pumpkin pie that I grew up with didn't have as much sugar in it as, I mean, it did have sugar. Don't get me wrong. You you, you know, pumpkin pie, you're going to have some sugar. But it had a little bit less sugar than what you would normally think of for a pumpkin pie, but had a lot more flavoring, a lot more cinnamon and nutmeg and vanilla. And that cinnamon and nutmeg have a bonus benefit that they help with blood sugar regulation as well. Something else I like to do with canned pumpkin or, uh, you know, mashed up pumpkin is mix a spoonful into my oatmeal in the mornings or mix a spoonful into my Greek yogurt for flavoring. So when we talk about a cup of pumpkin or a half a cup of pumpkin, it doesn't all have to be at one time to get these all these amazing benefits. You can have a spoonful here, a spoonful there, just including it in that variety piece. Sweet potatoes. This is a trick I learned from my grandmother. Now, I'm going to tell you how she did it, and then I'm going to tell you how I do it. How she did it was she took paper grocery sacks and opened them up so that you had the inside was what was facing up and laid that on a cookie sheet and then put sweet potatoes on top of the brown paper sacks and baked that in the oven. And here's what happens when you do that. I got so addicted to this as a kid, addicted in a good way, is it makes the skin and the the potatoes separate. The skin puffs up and then it ends up steaming the potato inside. The texture is amazing when you do it like that. So I just use, um, what's it called? The parchment paper. So I will use parchment paper the same way in the in the oven, and I have a feeling that's probably a little safer than putting straight up paper paper in the oven. I don't know, but that's what I use. Sweet potatoes are also good at left room temperature. So if you so when I make these in the oven, bake them in the oven like that, I'll take them with me as part of a lunch, and I don't eat the skin on the outside because it's puffed up and gotten really hard. But the inside, it's great room temperature as a side for lunch or even as a snack. I'll use a few bites of a sweet potato with a few nuts or mix it together with some nut butter for a snack. Another really fun way to do these. And if you're good with a knife, you can do this. Or if you have a mandolin, do some ultra thin slices. Toss that sweet potato slices with some olive oil and salt and then oven fry them. And you can also do oven fried Like you would do oven fried potatoes, you can do oven fried sweet potatoes. And then we think about, I often do this, where we can cut sweet potatoes and cube cube them and roast them with other vegetables. But if you just have cubed roasted sweet potatoes, they are fantastic to add to your salads. And a lot of times in the winter, the fall and the winter, the thought of a salad doesn't sound very appealing because uh, it's it's cold out and a salad just has this cold feel to it. But if you give it something starchy, hearty, like some roasted sweet potato cubes, really amps it up at another level. Put these fall favorites into your powerful plate through a salad, through a soup, in your muffins, roast it as a side. 
And you can do this now knowing how much good you're doing for yourself, for your eyes, for your gut, for your brain. Thank you for joining for me and your investing in wellness. yourself today. Who else Enjoy do you know this who fall. Needs to hear this? Enjoy Share the this fruits with a friend. and the and until root next vegetables time, of the fall. Doing so much good for yourself. Your I will see potential. you in your Hunger Game Holiday Edition, and I'll talk to you next week.